Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to the favorites, the podcast from the Action Network. I am Chad Millman of the Action Network. Later on in the show, uh, Darren Ravel, Darren Ravel, my sweet, sweet friend, Darren Ravel, and professional better Simon Hunter are going to come back on the show. We're going to what? What is that? Don't interrupt me while I'm introducing. Don't even speak. Don't don't respond. Darren Ravel. And Simon Hunter, professional better, are going to come on. We're going to talk about our super contest picks. Going to win $1.5 million this year. I can feel it. We're 3-2 and two, uh, last week. Um, after a down week two weeks ago when Ravel was back on the show, two of the last three weeks, Ravel has not been on the show. And Simon and I, by ourselves, crushed it. Darren came on the show. Not so good. Let's see if he can redeem himself this week. Uh, also, I want to say hello to a special guest. We have a special guest. A single fan is recording with me right now. A fan named Royce Hall. True story. About a year ago, Royce emailed me out of the blue. uh, Said he just wanted to get some career advice. And I said, sure, why not? Because you know what happens? When people email me, I almost inevitably email them back. People did it for me. It's part of my code. It's part of the Millman code. If someone reaches out, you reach out, you make the time. So Royce, I made the time for Royce. Royce, it's a year later. He emailed me this week. Turns out he went to college with our producer, Pat. He's like, hey, I'm going to be in town. Can I come by the podcast? Royce is now sitting in the studio with me, watching me say these words. Royce, you want to say hello? Hello, how you doing? That's good enough. Royce is here. He said hello. I feel like I've done my duty. I feel like I've done as much as I can. But first... Before we get to everything else later in the show, let's welcome in bookmaker of the world from the Orleans, representing all the books by, you know, you know the drill, Boyd Gaming, blah, 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 Mr. Bob Scucci. My brother. Are you done coughing in the middle of my speech? Sorry about that. It was a rough weekend. You lost a lot, huh? We did. It was the worst weekend of the year so far. When you lost, did you go to your boss and say, think of how much worse it could have been if I wasn't as good a bookmaker as I am? <laughs> no, I think I wore that one out. But yeah. it's true, though. 
Yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> Did you tell your boss that in Scooch Roulette, you picked uh, the Redskins and then your <laughs> opponent picked the Arizona Cardinals? No, I didn't, didn't tell him that. Boy, <laughs> that Arizona Cardinals game, that was really something. Really, really something. Tell me what about number what, did you get? Well, with you, I must have gotten 11, 11 and a half because I took it the day we were recording the podcast and you had already dropped it from 13 and a half to 11 and a half and, it, and we talked about how you skipped the 12. Did we, and we also talked about how I didn't want to get off of 10. Do you remember that? I do you remember said, that. You, you said, why don't you go to nine and a half? And I said, well, because all of our liability is at plus 13, plus 12, plus 11 and a half. And if I'm going to get more Niner money, it's going to be at minus nine and a half. And if it falls 10, we lose everything. So instead, I went to 10 even money and just let people lay a dollar 20 with Arizona. So that's a way that we save money, even though we lost. <laughs> I walked you right into that. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Hey, I want to remind people that Scooch and I do a radio show every Sunday. It's from 12 to 1. It's on radio.com. Download the radio.com app. Search You Better You Bet. Search the favorites. You will find us uh, 12 to 1. Not the favorites. Just search you, search you Better You Bet. I lost my train of thought there. 12 to 1. We basically do this only in real time. And Scooch is talking about the tens of thousands of dollars that come in. Like this past weekend when he was waiting and waiting for money to come in on Philly. Was desperate for money to come on Philly. A $25,000 bet finally comes in and he started to feel much better about it. Um, isn't that right, Scooch? Yeah, and now I wish I'd have taken so much more. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, totally. that got ugly in a hurry. But it wasn't, and it wasn't straight bet money necessarily. It was just by that time, all the parlays from the morning favorites kicked in. So when we posted the Patriot game, it was, it, that was the, the, the dagger. Well, you got, you got beat up on the parlays. Like, it's a bad weekend. People don't forget. It's a bad weekend for you because the Saints covered, because the Cowboys covered, because the Patriots covered, because the Eagles covered. Like, those are your Not parlay teams. I mean, no, no, because the, the Patriots didn't. covered. Like, those are your parlay yeah. teams right there. Yeah. Yeah, the, bill, the Bills was the a bills. bad one for us. The, uh, and, then, and then at night, even the Rams, even though it wasn't that big, by that time it's the only one left, and then just another favorite that, you know, you tack on. Uh, so it, 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 was, it was bad. Fascinating game on Thursday night, first game of the week. Indianapolis visiting Houston. Uh Jacoby Brissett, big win, looking healthy um, this past weekend. Deshaun Watson, boy, was I on the wrong side of that. I was all over the Texans and was way wrong. First instinct did me bad. Um, Texans are favored by three and a half at the Orleans right now. Tell me what you're thinking. Well, we opened four, and, and what we're thinking is we know that everybody is going to see the Colts find it looking a lot better with Jacoby Brissett in and they're going to look at that Texans loss and say my god they just got roughed up and and they're going to think that the Colts are a live dog which which they are and uh, uh the, the 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 sharp guys already took the plus four uh we went down to three and a half but I would not be surprised to see the Texans step up in this one uh so so that's why we're not going crazy and suddenly making them a real short favorite at home and making them like two and a half uh we we would still like to keep them a little more than a a, a field goal knowing that everyone's probably gonna 
at the Colts in this one. And I, I think we're going to want to go into this needing the Texans. I, I, you know, they, they realize the importance of this game. And I don't want to say they discounted last week's game, but at some point you have to throw the score out. It, you know, they lost, they didn't cover. You don't get like extra points for how badly they lost. So we're not going to just suddenly drastically drop them in their ratings because of how badly they lost. You know, at some point it was just over and they're looking looking to this game. So I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, so at, at three and a half, I think we'll get good two-way action from the public. And I think we'll be probably a little heavier on the Colts from the sharp guys. I, um, I do wonder, I think you're right. Like, I wonder if this is a throwaway the film game. Like Bill O'Brien says, you know what? Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Let's focus on what we're good at. Let's focus on the Colts. We're not going to worry about last week. Is that constructive or is that hiding your head in the sand? Probably a little bit of both. but I mean, Just give me an answer. Of- Don't waffle. <laughs> Royce, is that constructive? I think it, I think Hold it, on. Hold on. Royce is a professional. Is that constructive or hiding your head oh, in the hey, sand? Royce. Hey, Bob. How you doing? Hey, good. I'm good, thanks. Good. I think it's hiding your head That's, in the sand. Wow. See, Royce likes to confront things head on. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going we're, we're gonna to go into this hoping to need the Texans, uh, and we're, we're okay with that. I mean, you know, we, we, we lost a lot this weekend. We're not afraid to lose a little more. Ah, Cleveland Browns are 11 point favorites in their first game since Miles Garrett was suspended since that ugly, ugly incident on the field. They're playing the Miami Dolphins 11 points, but they've also won a couple games in a row. You know, they're looking better. They still look a little bit like a train wreck, clearly from a discipline point of view. Um, How do you book this game? It's tough because we've been giving the Dolphins uh, double digit points in so many games and uh, the Dolphins have covered in just so many of those games. So here's just another instance where I think you're going to be able to get a little bit more value on, on the Dolphins than on the Browns. Like you said, they, the Browns are finally starting to kind of get to where people expected them to be in the beginning of the season after so many games of just disappointing and dropping uh, in, in the power rankings. They're slightly creeping up. I don't think we're going to get much public support on a team like the Browns laying double digits against almost anybody. Uh, so I think if anything, we're going to, th- this is a, about as high as it's going to get. And, and you'll see this line come down kind of similar to what we saw with the uh, Arizona Cardinals, how it dropped below 10. I think, I think this will close at 10. I hate that game. I know I have to bet it cause I'm betting all 256 games and this was a ugly, Ugly weekend. Don't forget, you can follow me in the Action Network app, 256 or bust. You can get all the information that I am talking about in the Action Network app for free. It's a free app. Royce loves it. Royce loves it right there. He's he's already stopped listening to me, honest to God. I, I swear to well, God, I, just, I looked at him and he was just staring out into the wilderness. Go ahead. Well, I, I'll, I'm trying to excite things now because I just went to 10 and a half on that game. Line so. change! <clears throat> Ten and a half. All right. Yep. I am so all over this next game. Denver visiting Buffalo. Buffalo, a very short, very short home favorite. Buffalo is only a four-point favorite. I think you're making a mistake. You hung a bad line. You are going to get popped. You, you like Buffalo? I do. 
Well, we, we hung Buffalo higher. We, we opened this game five, and we took a lot of Broncos money. So the wise guys are the idiots. Sharp guys, they don't deserve my they, name. <laughs> they are the, the Millman Millions. Mm-hmm. They don't deserve the it. Now, you know what they're doing? You know what they're doing? They're so smart. They're setting you up. They're buying it down. You're going to eventually have to go to three and a half, maybe even three, and they're going to yeah. middle. They're going to middle this fucker, and it's going to be like a buffalo bloodbath for you. I'm it taking, could be, you know. So, yeah. I, so we have to be real careful about that, especially with the public team. So, in, in other words, right now about seventy percent of the tickets are on are on Buffalo. So we know this is going to be a huge parlay game. We know that. You know, 80% of the money from the public is going to come in on Saturday night, Sunday morning, and it's going to be all on Buffalo. So I, I hate when we do this and the Sharp guys make us drive this number down on a public team. They did it last week on the Patriots, if you remember. And I wanted to stay at four, and they drove me down to three and a half, and I had to make that decision of, you know, whether to just stay at four. And then ultimately I closed it at five and a half. So kind of the same thing here. I've got to be real careful not to move it too far down. But having said that, I, I respect their opinions, and especially on a team like the Broncos who, I mean, how many times have you seen it game after game after game just comes down to the wire? They end up losing the game outright, a game that they could have won very easily. They just they go into so many games winning in the fourth quarter and then blow the lead, but they end up getting the covers in a lot of these instances. The cover last week against the Vikings was one of the saving graces from you know total devastation for, for us. I, I think we won two games. We won that Broncos-Vikings, and we won the, uh, the, the Bengals-Raiders because the Bengals didn't cover. But uh, the, this Broncos team has gotten a lot of big covers for us, so here getting a little bit more than a field goal. All they have to do is keep the game close. Speaking of the Bengals, they're now going to be seven-point home dogs against the Steelers. Look, it's an automatic take if you believe in betting bad teams and you believe in betting big home dogs. They looked decent against the Raiders, which also means in the Bengals' world, it's time to get off the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, so I, you know, we talked about how you keep dropping, dropping a team, and and you know they still haven't gotten their first win. But I don't know how much more we can drop them. Uh, I think we had set a pretty good line last week, even though ultimately it got driven up to thirteen. We we opened. I, I said the look ahead line on that Raiders Bengals game last week was about eight and a half, and because the Bengals look so bad and the Raiders look so good, we adjusted it a little bit, like nine and a half. It got driven up to thirteen, which I thought was really inflated and uh i think uh our producer on our the other show he even asked me what's the most inflated line on the board and i and i said it was the the raiders Bengals at 13 but it's hard to bet these bad teams it's like you, you've always said you got to hold your nose and bet them because they're just so awful and they just find ways to not only lose the game but just not cover the at, at the end now having said all that Seven seems like it's, it's a solid number. We haven't gotten off that. Um, the, the sharp guys haven't weighed in, and we have gotten almost nothing on the Bengals. I mean, <laughs> there's almost nothing on uh, on the the Bengals so far. I know it's early, uh, but because of the, the because we've gotten so little now, I can't imagine them coming in later in the week, which leads me to believe I might actually go a little higher on this. Wow. Well, then you'll get the money for sure. Someone will, I don't some, want to have, some I don't wise want to have to guy. Go to seven and a half, though. 
some wise guy's going to come in there and he's going to bet the Bengals just because he thinks he's getting the hook and he's going to be wasting his money. Hey, what do we do about the Bears? Like, the world blew up on Sunday night when all of a sudden there's two and a half minutes left. The Bears are down by 10. And Mitch Trubisky is not in the field. Even Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth were going insane. And the text chains that I had going on with my friends from Chicago were nuts. Like, what the F is going on? How did this happen? Some of us were like, is it finally over? Is this Mitch Trubisky national nightmare over? What does this mean? It was like people were a combination of enthused and just sort of confused. So what do you do about this game? Like it's still technically undecided who's starting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, just kind of what we hung six and we've gotten absolutely nothing from the sharp guys, which means, okay, they don't know either. So the bears are minus six. Um, I don't see that he has been so ineffective. Like you've been saying week after week after week, I don't know how much value we can really place on him. Uh, you know, even if he even if he doesn't get the stars, so I, I and the, and the fact that they're playing another bad team helps us out in this one. Um, that it's not like one of those high profile games. I think I think the more interest in this is just like you said is is how how bad can can Trubisky get, and when do they when do they pull the plug? And uh, so so there's some intrigue in that respect, but very little is being bet on the game. Matter of fact, as I'm looking at this, there's less bet on this game than any other game bet on the board. I'm so seeing far, the same including, thing. Yep. Although, don't forget, we've got an epic battle for the Pantheon Cup between two teams from the Southeast that no one is ever going to care about that might as well not even exist. And we haven't even talked about it yet. So yeah, no, that game, that's I think the Bears will have more interest in their drama than those two teams that are irrelevant and will never be relevant. Um, the clash of the Titans. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this yeah. next game is interesting. This next game is very interesting. Oakland is visiting uh, yeah. the New York Jets. Oakland is a three-point favorite right now. Jets are showing something the past few weeks. No, they're not. They were awful this past weekend. No, the Jets were good. The Redskins were bad. That's right. The Redskins were bad. Yeah, the Jets have been showing. Hmm. Yeah. Talk me through this. So, no, this was a a real, real tough one because Oakland has been uh, flying under the radar with the the better so far. We we have needed Oakland in almost every game this year. And coming into this game at six and four, they pulled through for us in, in many occasions. We did not need them last week, and we needed the Bengals last week. And so we're, we're batting a 1,000 on Oakland. When we need them, they, they, they win and cover. And when we don't need them, they, they don't cover. So, uh, But this one was a tough one. You know, We were debating between kind of three, three-and-a-half, but realizing kind of the, uh, the, the last couple of games, the Jets, you know, they, they played well with Darnold against the, the Cowboys. Then Darnold goes out, and you really can't judge just how good or bad they are without him. Then Darnold comes back, and they still look bad. But then well, the next couple of games, they look good. So they're a hard team to figure out, too. Uh, the Sharp guys seem to think that the Jets are the play here. Uh, we opened three. 
And I really thought that they would lay Oakland on this. So this one surprised me. They, they, they came in, took the plus three. I'm not going to two and a half. We went to three even money. And so we're letting anyone that wants to bet the Jets at plus three, they're going to have to lay a dollar twenty on this one. Um, but uh, it did surprise me. Now, the public is all over the Raiders. Um, so we're, we're seeing somewhere in the neighborhood of 60% of the b- tickets coming in is going to be on the Raiders. So I think they finally like betting on the Raiders. And uh, so against the Jets, this is going to be a tough one because the public's going to be on one side and Sharpies are on another. And I think I just want to stay at three and just move money all week. The other day on our show, on Sunday, someone called in and they asked you a question. Which team do you need for your lungs? And they referenced, you know, need for your lungs is a long time scoochism on the show. Um, Royce is shaking his head. He enjoys that. He appreciates that as a long time listener. Um, I feel like, I feel a little bit like Kelly Clarkson right now. Like we have a studio audience, Pat. Isn't that nice? Pat's, <laughs> Pat's shaking his head. But my point is like, when the public jumps on a team, it's time to jump off them. And like the public yeah. has jumped on, we are at peak Raiders right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So give me the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Pat, the producer, is excited about that. He loves the Jets. The last, the last time I knew it was time to get off the Jets was after they beat up the Cowboys and Pat came in wearing his uh, Jets hat that week. And I'm like, Jets fans are walking around proud as peacocks. I'm going to fade those fuckers all day this weekend. <laughs> And sure enough, <laughs> sure enough, it worked out. Yep. This next game is fascinating. I want to ask you a question. Three weeks ago, coming out of their bye, what is the look-ahead line for the Carolina Panthers visiting the New Orleans Saints? Probably five and a half. It is now nine and a half. The Saints are favored by nine and a half. Give me one other team that has had a bigger fall the last three weeks than the Carolina Panthers. Getting blown out at home by the Falcons, getting blown out in prime time by the Niners in a game a lot of people pegged them as uh, having a chance to win outright. It has been an ugly fall for Kyle Allen and the Panthers. Yeah, it really has. Uh, You know, we see that so often with a quarterback that steps in for, for, you know, a top-tier quarterback like Cam Newton. And you, you see a quarterback come in and have a lot of success, and then it's like, they get figured out really quickly in this league, and then uh, and then they just look like rookie quarterbacks. I mean, you can go down the line with how many quarterbacks have stepped in, looked really good first game, maybe even two games, possibly even three games, and then reality sets in and they 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 come come back down to the ground and come back really hard. Um, yeah, the, the the Saints. This is going to be one of our biggest parlay games, probably our second biggest decision on the board, and. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was just before the show, I was going to move this. I'm going to go to 10 on this no. game. And only because it's going to be such a huge teaser game. Line change. I don't want to give people the opportunity to get the Saints at minus two and a half on a seven-point teaser. I'd rather them get laid minus three. So just for the time being, I'm, I'm going to go to 10. I'll see what they do with it. I will tell you right now, if I were able to in this moment, I would bet Carolina plus 10. Yeah, so New Orleans, I mean, as good as they looked at, uh, early, they have not been a team. I mean, yeah, we made a big adjustment to the Panthers, but New Orleans has gone kind of up and down this year as well. Uh, I mean, it was kind of good for us that they didn't get a couple of covers, but um, 
judging from last week and how much money was bet on them last week, I think they're just going to roll over whatever their winnings were on the Saints last week and come right back this week on them. Speaking of Tampa Bay, which didn't, which had a chance in that Saints game, going against Atlanta, which destroyed uh, Carolina. Boy, they're making these uh, NFC South games really exciting. But Atlanta looks good the past couple of weeks. They come out of the bye, they're energized. Tampa Bay, you just can't bet them. Like, there's too much of um, you just can't do it anymore. Like, Jameis Winston is too inconsistent. To me, this is a, it's the first time I'm saying this all year, Falcons are nothing. <laughs> you, have, you have not liked the Falcons all year, so it was really kind of funny when you loved them, uh, was it last week or the week before? You, you, you've been on them a couple, couple of weeks, so you talk about how the right time to get off a team and the right time to get on a team. Uh, so you've been pretty good with the Falcons so far this year. I have been, but what do I do in this game? <laughs> I guess I take the Falcons. I, I really am favoring the Falcons myself, and I think I've talked myself into it. I'm going to go to four and a half on this game. Uh, I'm at four now, but... Uh, just judging from the ticket count and and how much money we have on the Falcons already, I think if I stay at four, I'm just going to be giving uh, more people value. So I, I'm going to let them lay four and a half. I, I'd rather they take the Buccaneers in this one than lay the Falcons. Line change. You just did it. Royce, you want to throw in a line change? Line change. Oh, I love it. That was great. Our studio audience is bringing enthusiasm. He's a class act. <laughs> He's a professional. Yeah. Detroit is a three-point favorite on the road against the craptastic Washington Redskins. Good Lord, Scooch. Like, this is, hold yeah. your nose. Like, what are you going to do here? Yeah, we've gotten a lot of money on Detroit already. I know some places opened two and a half. We opened three. They laid it right out of the gate. We went to three minus 20. Wouldn't be surprised to see this go up to three and a half, regardless of who's at quarterback for Detroit. Uh, Washington, is, I, I, I can't make up my mind which team is at the bottom of the uh, league right now between the Bengals and Washington. Um, and really, last week, as like you pointed out, my best bet, I, if they couldn't win at home against the, the, the Jets, uh, you know, laying only a point, uh, it's, it, this team is really bad. And they're, and they're, and they're dysfunctional. So, uh, even though they're at home here, I, I don't have a whole lot of confidence here. Eighty percent of the money's on Detroit so far, and I would expect that to continue throughout the week. So I'm pretty close to going to three and a half. I'm just not not there yet. I'm going to have to bet the Redskins in this. Hold your nose. Yeah, eighty eighty percent of the money's coming in. A home dog. Like I got to do it. Just what I got to do. Yep. All yep. right. Can we listen? The uh, sequel to the Pantheon Cup is happening in Tennessee this weekend where the Jacksonville Jaguars, which would only be recognized by fans in London in terms of their logo, are playing the Tennessee Titans, uh, a team that uh, I couldn't tell you five players on their team right now. Um, They are three-point favorites. They're getting 87% of the money, whatever the hell that means, because there's like two bets on them. So... Why are we even talking about this game? They're three-point favorites. Like, there's no value anywhere here. Wise guys are not no. going to bet this game. I don't think I'm going to move this game all week. I might not even move the money. I, well, I might move Tennessee to three minus 20 later in the week. But I'll bet you I don't get off it. I'm not going to go to two and a half. I'm not going to go to three and a half. Next to the Giants game, it's the 
worst bet game on the board. So definitely a corner TV game. We're done. The best, because we got to get to the good games. Dallas visiting New England. New England's a six and a half point favorite. New England does not look good. Dallas is starting to look better. They got some injuries, though, that worry me a little bit. New England's defense is uh, showing that it's not as great as it was. So can Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott move the ball? Can Amari Cooper, you know, beat Stephon yep. Gilmore? Um, what are the wise guys doing here? Six and a half. Uh, they're, they're taking the Cowboys, but not for a great deal. And uh, we've got actually great two-way action in terms of money. In terms of ticket count, it's slightly heavier on the Patriots, but not by much. It's the second most bet game on the board. So uh, obviously there's going to be a lot of attention on this one. I think the initial reaction was that six and a half was too high. Um, as great as the Patriots are, and we, you know, we talk about it a, a, a lot, there's, seems to be a lot of chinks in the armor and the offense doesn't seem to be able to to put up the like the, you know the, the big points that we're seeing uh being put up by the ravens that's kind of what they expected of the patriots you know we saw it early on when the patriots were playing really bad teams like like the dolphins and and jets uh but uh, they're not they're not able to put up those those big numbers against teams with a decent decent defense uh so so it's great Great two-way acts on this one. If anything, I, I think the line will come down. I can't see this line going up to seven, barring an injury or something happened during the, during the week with an illness. But I, I think six and a half, you almost have to take Dallas. All right, well, then I'm just going to wait until later in the week, and then I'm going to take New England because I'm not betting against the freaking Patriots at home. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? That's idiotic. Yeah. yeah. Of course I'm taking the Patriots. This next yeah. game, everybody knows we're doing Fade Ravel with PointsBet, PointsBet.com. It's been an unbelievably fun promotion. You bet opposite Darren Ravel, and you get boosted odds to make the play against him. So the first week, Darren Ravel bet on the New York Giants to cover against the New York Jets. People who wanted to bet on the New York, Je- New York Jets got plus 110. Normally, you get minus 110. They got plus 110 on the Jets at plus 2.5. What happened? The Jets won. Everyone made extra money. What happened last weekend? Darren took the Patriots on the road against the Eagles. Eagles were three-and-a-half-point dogs. Came so close to working out for people. Darren would have been in the parking lot of Pat's Cheesesteaks and had 36 pounds of cheese whiz dumped on his head. Instead, he got to send out a video taunting everybody who bet against him in Fade Ravel. This week's Fade Ravel game is going to be... Aaron Rodgers visiting San Francisco. What we have cooked up for Darren in case he loses this bet will, honest to God, be the most painful thing he's ever done. I'm not even joking. You're going to have to stick around and follow Darren on Twitter. If you're one of the people who isn't following him on Twitter, follow Action Network at Action Network HQ. Follow me at Chad Millman. You'll see the video from one of those. We'll post it tomorrow. And then you'll be able to go to points bet and bet on Fade Ravel if you're in New Jersey. Um, and we will hope to God that he loses because I so want him to have to do this stunt if they lose. That's enough said. I'm excited for it. I can see Royce is smiling right now. He's kind of, he, I don't know. <laughs> he may like. He may be like, I can't believe I fucking came to this podcast. But uh, Green Bay is a three-point dog on the road, perfectly lined game. I would take the Packers here. If you're going to take the Packers, uh, you should be able to get three and a half. If, yep. if not now, then, then at some point. We're at three, minus 15 on the Niners. 
We hung three. We got a little money on the Niners, but not enough to get us there yet. But I think that's the, the trend. Now, the public is on the Packers, but only at about like 56, 57 percent with us. Um, Packers have such a great following uh, around the country, particularly with betters here in Las Vegas, that they're, all, they're usually attract money regardless of the game or the point spread. But in this matchup, it's the it's the the, the biggest bet game on the board on both sides. We have action on both sides. So I, but I do feel we're going to bounce back and forth a little bit on this one, which I hate to have happen because it seems like it's setting up to be a pretty competitive game and chances of it falling three are pretty high. So I'm going to try not to bounce back. I think I'm going to stay at three, let them lay the Niners and try to go into the game needing the Packers. Seattle visiting Philly. There is a theory called the Pythagorean win theory. Or basically, if you're scoring fewer points than than your opponent, and your record is better, then then there's a sort of expected record. I'm not doing it justice. Expected record and actual record. And right now, the Seattle Seahawks are like a team that you want to fade. Yet they are getting 82 percent of the money as two point home underdog or two point road dogs in Philadelphia. Yeah. Boy, that was a nice. I don't think I've ever heard the Pythagorean theorem referenced in in a sports betting uh, reference, but that it's was, that was pretty good the way you worked that in there. It's what we do, buddy. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Copernicus. Jesus, Copernicus. <laughs> what are you breaking out your USC degree, Copernicus? <laughs> Call me Nostradamus, because that's how good yeah. I am at this. You are. I'm telling you, you're having some year. Yeah, I I agree with you on this one. And you know when we when we hung this line, we hung two and a half, and on Philly the favorite minus two and a half. And the first bets out of the gate were the Seahawks. We're we're probably the only two out there. As a matter of fact, I'm looking out there. Every every place here in Vegas is at one and a half, and and we're the only two. So you know, we we certainly feel the same way that even though. The Seahawks are getting so much money, and and they're getting a lot of these wins. They haven't really shown that much that they can uh, uh, win on the road in games like th- in games like these. Um, another one where I mean, this is the most lopsided game on the board, even more so than uh, than the, than the Patriots, or more so than the Saints. Uh, we have just got so much money and tickets on the Seahawks. We're completely lopsided, but we feel the same way. Uh, we're just going to go into this one needing the Eagles. Of course, they, we needed the Eagles last week, and they didn't get it for us. So hopefully it's not two weeks in a row we uh, we guess wrong. I think I'm going to be on the Eagles this week. I just wrote them down. I might want to put them in the Super Contest later on in the show. I'm going to ask Simon Hunter about that. Um, I like him. I like him next week. I mean, they're they're banged up a lot still. I mean, they went into uh, last week's game without Alshon Jeffrey, and he's still listed as uh, questionable going into this game. Uh, you know they've been without Sproles, and uh, so so they're still kind of still kind of banged up. But I I think <laughs> I think this is the game they win. Monday night, Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, most exciting player in the NFL against Jared Goff, the least exciting player in the NFL. Baltimore on the road, three point favorite. That's a tricky one. It really is. There's no team that is getting more love and support than the Ravens right now, and rightfully so. Uh, 
second most lopsided game in terms of tickets. However, the sharp guys bet the Rams in this one. And uh, not surprised. <laughs> I would too. I mean, it just seems like the spot as bad as, you know, the, 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 the Rams uh, have looked uh, and you really can't take much from, you know, beating up on a bear, a bad bears team. Um, you know, Monday night game going up against the best team in the NFL at, at home. Uh, I mean, it seems like a spot for me in terms of value, you know, beginning of the year, if you looked at this game and said, what would the line be? You'd say the Rams three. So there's kind of like a six point adjustment, at least since the beginning of the year, which is huge. I mean, it's a testament to how great the Ravens are playing. Uh, but if there's value in a game that, you know, you might get tripped up, this might be the game. There's so many like short home dogs or short home faves. I could fill my whole card with those. That's what I'm doing. I'm sticking to my guns, getting back to basics. I'm not going to worry about what happened last week. I'm not going to let sort of anomalies dictate. Scooch, guess what time it is? What time is it? Scooch roulette, baby. I'm going to put him on the spot right now. We're going to let our super guest, our studio audience, is going to make a choice right now. Collectively, our studio audience this week is choosing... Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Royce is choosing the Eagles. Minus two. I like it. Scooch, I get to go next because, you know, I won. Um, And I think I am going to go with the... uh, Buffalo Bills minus four. Nice. Not bad. I'm going to go with another four-point favorite. I am going to go with the Falcons over the Buccaneers. Wow. Would either of us chosen the Philadelphia Eagles if Royce hadn't chosen I, them? I like them. There's my second choice. I do, too. I like them a lot. Screw it. I'm sticking <laughs> with the Bills. Royce isn't going to be here next week. We can choose whoever we want. I'm sticking with the Bills. <laughs> All right. All right, Bob Scucci, listen, people can listen up to us on, can listen up, can listen to us on Sunday afternoon, noon Eastern, radio.com, search for You Better You Bet, you will find us live. You can call in, by the way, we had a lot of callers this past week, which was really exciting. We are breaking down all the games in the hour before kickoff, it's the most exciting 60 minutes in sports media, probably ever, probably ever, Scooch. Yep. Uh, I'll talk, talk to you Sunday. All right. Take care. Thanks. All right. As promised, we're going to go over our super contest picks because we are crushing lately. As I reminded everybody, we were 4-0-1 three weeks ago when Darren was not on the show. 1-3-1 two weeks ago when Darren was on the show. 3-2 last week when Darren was not on the show. This week, we've allowed Darren to come back on the show. Um, but you worked very hard. And so I just wanted to give you that and honor that. Uh you had a massive story yesterday. Before we even start talking about it, tell us about the parlay heater that the subject of your latest story is on that blew up the internet last night. Yeah, so uh, there was, there's this guy who actually DM'd me on Instagram saying on October, what is it, 29th, he DM'd me saying, hey, just I just won 239000 at William Hill. And I'm like, Okay, like that was something, and I said we're gonna we'll do a story, and we didn't connect for some reason or another, and then he came back to me and said, "Hey, I just won three hundred thirty-three thousand," 
And it, and I was like, okay, that does not happen. Like people aren't doing that. Now I don't know what his in between is, but the fact that he had two within 21 days is ridiculous. And so we pieced together this story of a 23 year old kid who travels to a Korean grocery uh, a parking lot in Fort Lee, New Jersey, because he lives in New York and can't bet mobily in New York and, and has, has gotten, you know, made $672,000 in parlays in 21 days. Admittedly, he's lost at least 75,000 in other parlays, but just the fact that he hit four parlays for 672 over uh, three weeks is just incredible. And I would so take, we, we him down. I would take a net of 600 grand in, you know, a month. But then would you retire from betting? No. Okay. Would you? Uh, maybe. I might not retire from betting, but I might bet less. I might just bet like, right. you know, instead of my usual 100 grand a weekend, I would do like 10 grand a weekend. Right. Your usual 100 grand, which is what your usual is. Right. You know, it's like, you know, I'm playing a little bit with the house's money there. Um, but that's exactly. awesome. So now we got this 23-year-old kid. People can go check out that story. Uh, I think you did a nice job teasing it there. ActionNetwork.com. Download the Action Network app. It's all in there. It's all free. You will love it. Uh, Darren did a great job reporting the story. Darren. Yes. Let's talk about the picks you want to make this week and how you're going to screw us up. Okay. I want to go back to Miami. Shut up. For my third straight time. Yep. No. Uh, ten and a half. I think everyone's just high on Cleveland. You know, after Pittsburgh, I like getting ten and a half. I like Miami ten and a half. I also... Terrible call. Like, I also like the Giants. Uh, we don't even know who's playing quarterback. Can we not choose the team if we don't know who's playing quarterback? Can we please do not? that? Why Why not? Okay, I'll have an alternate then, but mm. I like the Giants. Mm. Um, I like Oakland, minus three against the Jets. I don't think, I think everyone wants to write this narrative, as Sam Darnold says, that they could still make the playoffs. Uh, I I don't buy it. I think uh, that was just a, a fluke, and they're not putting anything together. So Oakland, minus three. Uh, I do think that Lamar Jackson is the real deal anywhere he plays, including on the road in the Coliseum. I'll take uh, Baltimore minus three against the Rams. And I want, uh, I think people have been confused because of their last two games, but I do think the 49ers are the real deal, even in Lambeau. I'll take the 49ers minus three against the Packers. Okay, let me just say this. I disagree, um, not just do I disagree, but we talked about it on the podcast earlier with Scooch, with every one of your picks. <laughs> I'm not looking at the Finns and the Giants like the Browns, too much, too much drama there. Giants, I don't know who's playing quarterback. Hate the Raiders in this spot. Hate the Ravens in this spot. Would favor the, not, favor the Packers in this spot. Okay. I love the Buffalo Bills. Um, I like Carolina. I like the Falcons. I like the Eagles. Um, and I love the Jets. 
You're not going to get me to love the Jets, that's for sure. Okay. The Eagles one and a half at home against Seattle, I I would take that. All right, let's put the Eagles on our list. Okay. What Uh, about... I I would also take the Bills minus four at home against Denver. I would take that. Okay. I really like Carolina. Um, I feel like they're way undervalued right now. Two really bad weeks, and the Saints have not performed up to their capabilities. This past weekend against the Bucks, easily could have been a blowout. Like they, I, it, I think nine and a half, if we get something like that, is a lot of points for a team that, you're right, um, you know, before their two losses, nine and a half, even against the Saints, would be absurd, even though it is in New Orleans. Uh, I would take that. I do not want to take the Packers against San Francisco. Uh, I just don't want that. But okay. I, I, I've given you more than I've ever given you before. You have. And I, I think I'm okay. You rolled okay. over. Rolled over nicely. Okay, let's bring in Simon. And now, a word from a wise guy with Simon Hunter. How you doing, boys? Simon, I've set the stage. Sure. I, I let the world know Darren is back on the show this week. But that in two of the past three weeks, we've had winning records, and it happened to coincide with when he wasn't on the show, and the one week we lost was when he was on the show. And then, <laughs> and then, he, and then he proceeded to look at my five picks and say no to all of them. Yikes. So, uh, so it's like I'm not even on there. The, I'm, actually, I'm actually not on the show, Simon. I'm not, technically, I'm not on the show. I'm not doing what we're doing, which is selecting teams. I'm not doing that. Well, you're here to tell us that you like the Dolphins, right? That's correct. That is correct, Simon. So we definitely need to change them to the Ravels instead of calling them the Miami Dolphins because I think it's like six weeks in a row now. Three straight weeks. Three straight weeks for me. (laughs) You are so right. Hey, Simon, by the way, uh, we have a studio audience on the show today. And by studio audience, I mean we have one fan – who uh, I met about a year ago. He was a guy who listened to the show and then just emailed me, not unlike you, Simon. Oh, my God. You guys are like kinship in more ways than one. Emailed me, cold emailed me. I return almost all the emails and tweets that I get. Um, Emailed me, wanted to have a conversation. We had a conversation. We stayed in touch. He happens to be in New York. He went to college with our producer, Pat, uh, and emailed me, and Pat said, hey, I'm in New York. Can I come by the show? We said, sure. Royce Hall, who also, by the way, Simon, he's from South, he's from South Jersey. A good man. Only, it's always good people from South Jersey. That's what I hear. That's right. That's right. Say hello to Royce, Simon. <laughs> how you doing, Roy? Good. How, how you doing? So, good, man. So is Darren, are Darren and Chad as small as they look on camera and in person? Or? <laughs> no, don't go small with me. Listen. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Five-eighths average height. Five eight average height. Five seven. Five seven. How tall you think I am? All right, here we go. Simon, are you there? I'm here, boys. Here's what we got so far. We are committed. Eagles minus one and a half, Bills minus four, Panthers plus nine and a half or ten. Um I love obviously I love Eagles. That's gonna be the sharp play of the week. So this is this is kind of a funny week where um like, I was at the sportsbook last two weeks on Sunday, and it was empty because the house just cleaned up. So this week, when I go to the sportsbook, it's going to be packed. I mean, everyone's going to be back down in AC because everyone won last week. It was a nice public week. 
So this is a this is definitely a nice week where a lot of these lines are going to look off to people and they're going to think they're getting good value this week. Where it's going to be a good week to be a sharp. It's going to be a good week to be riding with the book. So I, I like that Eagles pick. I the Carolina one's funny where it's a divisional game and we've already seen the Saints lay eggs with these big lines in divisional games. So I do like your heads out with the Panthers. And then with the Bills, I still think that, that, that number's high. Like these I know the records are way different. Like one team's seven and three, the other one's three and seven. Um but when I look at this Denver team and the Bills team, I think they're honestly the same team. I mean, I know the home field advantage and they're getting a bump, but I would honestly stay away from that Bills line. Interesting. I could be way off on that. Sometimes my first instinct, almost always my first instinct, is way off. So, okay, we'll get rid of the Bills. We will stick with the Eagles and the Panthers. Um, let me throw you a couple more games at you that Darren loved so we can cross those off the list, and then we can nah. get on to the other games that we really <laughs> want to bet. Uh he likes Oakland minus three. I will say this. I love the Jets in this spot. Um, I honestly would honest, would probably go with the Raiders here. I like right. I, the only the only thing I don't like about it is it's the same thing with Seattle. It's a West Coast team coming east playing in the early slot. So that sounds like I know there's numbers that back up to say it's not that big of a deal. But later in the season like this, that actually is kind of a bigger of a deal. Um, I, I would stay away. I, I don't I don't want to back the Jets after that big win last week. Um, I, I, I We were talking about here how the Redskins, like we don't want to put them in. And it just felt like a weird spot where you couldn't really get a good read on the Jets or the Redskins. And the, Red, the Jets really came out and, and just crushed them. And this is a nice little letdown uh, spot for the Jets. Simon, can I sell you some Lamar Jackson anywhere in the country, any game on the road at the Coliseum? Who cares? Can I sell you some of him? <laughs> well, thank God I, I came in yet last week and I was just like, guys, can we just can we just not go against Lamar again? And we we switched out the Texans, thank God. But this, this is a, this is one of those spots where I get why you love him. He's the MVP of the league. But as a gambler, I have to be on the Rams here. This is just a great, great spot where the the, the Ravens lose. But I, I can't I, I can't give you all the reasons why. But this is this is the re, this is one of these games where he comes in with all the hype. He's the MVP of the league, and they they just don't they don't cover this game. Maybe he can win by field goal, but the, the line's probably going to close at four. So that's why I wouldn't take that. I love the Rams in this spot. Yeah, you got to love the Rams in this spot. Do you love them enough to put them in? No, no. I mean, if like they're sharp, they're sharper lines. I like um, better than that one. Like a good, a good sharp line this week. Um, just because people saw it on Thursday how awful Pittsburgh looked, I like Pittsburgh at Cincy. It's Pittsburgh. They're five and five playing an zero and ten team, and this is their. They got to they got to win big here. They got to make a playoff push. This team still believes in themselves, and and Cincy that was. I don't know how they didn't beat Oakland. Oakland played absolutely horrible, and they still lost by seven. So I just think the Bengals are a team that's just quit, and they covered last week, so I think it's a good week to go against Cincy. You want you want us to put a road favorite of a touchdown or more getting 80% of the money into the Super Contest? <laughs> I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Like, I don't play percentages like that. So, like, I mean, I, I know what you mean. So we can stay away, I guess, from Pittsburgh. But the 80% of the money, that's a lot of sharp money. That's just not Joe Public money. Do you know what, though? Um, you know what? You know what? I'm willing to go with it. Like, sometimes you got to go against your instincts. I've lost this thing every year. I'm winning this year. 
So I feel like I yeah, put we, it in. Yeah, we cracked. We cracked 30. I'm pretty I'm pretty excited where we're heading right now. We already cracked 30 before week 12. So we got 30 wins right now going in. So we're doing good. 30 wins. I don't know. I don't have any place what I don't know of any idea what place we're in. I've like assiduously avoided. We're not looking. It. I'm not looking. At the end of the year, we're either in the money or we're not. It's not going to impact like my Let's choices. Take Pittsburgh. All right. Let's take Pittsburgh. We so we got the Eagles minus 1 and a half, the Panthers plus 9 and a half for 10, Pittsburgh minus 7. Give me another sharp line you're looking at, Simon. You're going to hate it, and I, I know, <laughs> I already know that um, just that the masses are, would like would scold us if we did again, but you have to love the Buccaneers here, but we can't do it. I know we can't do it. But no way. This is next. such a great, great Thank you, spot. next. Okay. No way. <laughs> As Ariana Grande says, thank you, next. Uh, how, how do you guys feel? And it's, it's, a, it's an it's a. No, 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 we can't do Miami. It's an ugly spot, but do you, do you guys like the Patriots? I do. Um, I'm I'm actually, I do like the Patriots. I'm actually hoping so the number goes lower. I'm hoping like when the lines are posted, it's at six, not six and a half. You're right. I, I would love it at six. I do in my system, I got this at seven, so we're not getting crazy value. But this is just such a, I mean... No one likes the Patriots. They look horrible. The Eagles did everything they could to lose and not cover that game. So I do like the Patriots bouncing back here. Darren, what do you think of that? I like the, I like the Patriots. All right. Eagles minus one and a half. Pittsburgh minus seven. Pats minus six and a half. Panthers plus ten. <sighs> we got one more game we got to choose. And we've not, Will we have Oakland? We're not fucking taking Oakland. <laughs> And the, you guys said you, you like San Fran, 49ers? I do. I don't. So the, You don't. Yeah. That's, it makes me a little worried because it is prime time. And uh, everything we've seen from Jimmy G, he hasn't looked good in prime time. Like that, that Seahawks game, he was terrible on the Monday night. Um, okay. I do like that. I do like the 49ers there. Um, How about Jacksonville plus three in Tennessee? That's a waste of a game. Well, you only got two left. I know, I know. I mean, do you want to do the Thursday night? Do you guys want to take the Colts tonight on a Thursday? Let's take the Niners. Okay. Oh! I'll take the Niners. So, we got a lot of chalk here. We got the Eagles minus... That's me a little worried here. Yeah, Eagles (laughs) minus four and a half, Pats minus six and a half, Pittsburgh minus seven. The uh, Niners minus nine and a half and the Panthers, or minus three and a half and the Panthers plus nine and a half or ten, maybe. Fine, I like I'm it. Fine. I like I'm it. Fine. I like it. I like it if they feel like winners. I know it's real chalky. We did chalk last week, but we went three and two, so we're staying the course. We are going to win some money, boys. Let's go. Simon Hunter, professional better from South Jersey who emailed me, who DM'd me once, and now he is talking to Royce Hall from South Jersey, who emailed me once and is our studio audience. That's what we do here at The Favorites. We bring people together. Dan Ravel, as always, go read his latest story on the parlay heater that has won a guy $600,000. Read it at actionnetwork.com. Download the Action Network app. Don't forget Faye Ravel points bet. It will be the Packers Niners this week. And if you are on the opposite side of Ravel, he's going to announce his choice tomorrow, but you'll probably get an idea. Listen to this podcast. He's going to have to do something so painful if he loses. We all got to be rooting the other side. This has been... 
The favorites from the Action Network. Download the podcast at iTunes or anywhere you get your Apple podcast. From radio.com, search for the favorites or anywhere else. Until next time, love you.